And we're back. Welcome back to the Snack Bracket uh, brought to you by the Dull Boys. Uh, we, of course, are the Dull Crayons. I'm Gabriel Zuger, along with my co-host. Julian. And uh, today we're running with a, a skeleton crew. We are mm-hmm. minus our other uh, bracketologists, our other judges. Uh, those, of course, being uh, Tony from the Bronx and Dog of the Pod, Tig. Uh, we will be bringing you uh, Wife of the Pod Pauline's notes, as always, um, from an undisclosed location where she was partaking of the snacks. Um, but yeah, no no Tony, no Tig. How are you feeling about that, Jay? I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm not particularly a fan of Tony. And, you know, Tig, uh, she didn't want to come today. <laughs> Tig, just not feeling it. Just couldn't get out of bed for it today, you know? Sometimes you're just not there. I'm um, so glad we have an episode, though, to just, like, talk about how much of a drag Tony is. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I'm feeling the hangover from the other quadrants. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's really good. We'll, we'll definitely get into that more and just sort of let it all hang out, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um... You know, I think we do, we do, we, we might have left a hot mic on at some point, uh, in which, you know, he was really running around the apartment, uh, sorry, the studio, just sort of in a David O. Russell cursing manner. Um, it was heinous, heinous for those that remember. Gabe, I appreciate the effort, but you can't tease, uh, a hot mic segment that we don't actually have. <laughs> It's true. We weren't actually running the mic then, but it did happen. Um, that, that, that we must be able to say. Um, so today we are bringing you the, uh, the corn quadrant. Um, well, ostensibly the, the corn quadrant. This it's is... It's pre- a predominantly popcorn. It's predominantly popcorn. Um... And then some odds and ends. And then some pretzels. Well, the odds, the odds and ends are all pretzels, so mm. at least there's consistency there. Um, but this, I, I would say, is... Like, I'd frankly be okay with naming this the, the Julian Quadrant, because this was your personal contribution to the to the bracket. You were well, insistent I, that we have a popcorn, that, that popcorn mm-hmm. be such a, such a snack for you, such an easy go-to, that it deserved its own category. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I personally am a fan of popcorn. I can't attest to all the varieties uh, that are going to be competing today. Well, that's why we have them. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about popcorn that, like, I'm always down to eat a handful of popcorn, whereas, like, I, I, I never want chips. Right. Like, it, at a party with dip, sure. 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 Salsa, great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I can't think of the last time I ate a Dorito in my own apartment. It's it's hard for me. It's hard for me to buy chips at a store. I always feel kind of guilty when I'm buying them, just because I know they're not good for me. I know that you know if I open it, I'll eat probably most of the bag just right away. Um, so it, there's definitely a guilt. I feel factor. that way when I occasionally buy soda. Definitely sure, um, but for me, like uh, crackers, right? I can always go to crackers. Like I'm I'm already missing the crack quadrant a little bit. But I, I gotta be honest, I, I think that after today, I'm gonna be completely turned around on popcorn, and it might become my my go-to snack, because we've got some really great competitors today, and uh, I, 
don't know. I'm I'm just excited about this. All right, so let's let's, let's do it. Let's get into round. the first yeah. one. So this is round one of the popcorn bracket. Uh, we're gonna start actually. Well, we gotta start with some popcorn if since it's popcorn. We're gonna start at the uh, black and white drizzle corn versus the peanut butter drizzle corn. So these are both uh, these are both popcorn Indiana products. And uh, yeah, they're they're sweet. This is a sweet corn. This is, yeah. you know... Uh, this is a kettle these corn. Are like it's the, a sweet corn. The Chex mix of corn. Right. Of popcorn. So we're now trying the black and white, which is, you know, coated in um, chocolate, regular chocolate, and white chocolate. And... I don't know. It kind of ruins popcorn for me. It makes it too heavy. The whole point of popcorn is so light. So you're saying it's heavy, like, in your hand, right? Yeah. Like, it feels heavy on the pads of your palm. Yeah, I could barely pick it up. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to feel much better about this one, then. No, probably not. This is the this is the popcorn, uh, the I think peanut the butter drizzle, drizzle corn, corn category is not going to be my favorite. I think the drizzle corn is going to be gonna be tricky to get out of, yes. Um, well, I do have a an immediate favorite, um, even though this isn't... Generally, the type of popcorn I gravitate towards, and that uh, is, it's a peanut butter. I mean, frankly, I generally like the mixture of peanut butter and chocolate, and white chocolate anything is is a, just bad. <laughs> white chocolate is now chocolate. White chocolate has got to be one of the worst confectionery inventions ever. I'd say well, it's you, right up there with red velvet, which is another bullshit invention that's just like, get it the fuck away from me. But white chocolate Stop doesn't even doing have it. chocolate in it. It has no cocoa in it. That's why it's white. So it's pretty much just milk and sugar. So it's just a misnomer. It, like, it's just the worst misnomer you could be. Um, yeah, at least red velvet has some chocolate in it, but it's just misleading. Does red velvet have chocolate Red in velvet it? has actual cocoa in it. Well, I so, didn't know that it was supposed to be chocolate-like. It's, but it's not. It's a flavor, but it's not supposed to be chocolate-like. I don't know what it is supposed to be like. It's sort of just a red-yellow cake, like, but I think there's a little cocoa but in it. it. Just, That's what makes it, yeah. ugh, it's so infuriating. Anyway, white chocolate, red velvet, get the fuck out of here. I think, I think we can say it, and I, I know that Tony, if he could be here, would be also screaming the praises of peanut butter and chocolate as a combination. It's got to be the peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter drizzle corn is moving forward to round two. But the fact that Tony would vote for it—that's a—that's a calm. That's a knock against. Uh, well, no, so I mean now I, I might be switching my. I think if there's, I think if there's anything we can say in Tony's favor, uh, and it hasn't really panned out in his bracket, unfortunately, it's that he, the guy knows snacks. Uh, you know, he he can. Oh yeah, no that that man's <laughs> diet is garbage. <laughs> like. He drinks things that are basically just sugar and color, mm -hmm, and uh, mm -hmm. the quarter he waters. doesn't eat anything that doesn't crinkle. Right, right. He's just constantly got you know wrappers in his pockets and things. It's... Every aspect of that guy is you could describe as loud. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's an insanely colorful dresser. He's got a really loud voice. He's constantly jamming his hands into loud bags during movies. He's yeah. Uh, He's also shaped, you know, kind of like a garbage bag, just filled with, uh, I don't know, broken glass. There's like, 
a pointiness. Gay, that seems a, mean. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We're into body shaming now. I don't know. I just like, I dislike Tony as much as the next guy, <laughs> but I don't know. You just I'd don't have more, to get vicious. I'd say more than the next guy. No, I would say I probably dislike Tony less than the average person. <laughs> But I still dislike Tony. I see, because you can spend, you know, a period of time with him, enough to record at least, uh, which is more than we're giving to the general populace, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, I imagine most people just uh, have what you would almost call like a personality allergy to Tony. Oh, I see, yes. He just enters the room and they start sneezing immediately and get well, like, uh, red-eyed and have to emotionally, run for... Yeah, yeah emotion, their emotions start sneezing and coughing up mucus. Yes. Yep. Definitely. So now we're on to the next in the popcorn, which is a really biggie. This is Smart Food White Cheddar against Smart Food Caramel, caramel and Popcorn. I... I have my favorite in this category going into it. Is that the white cheddar? Because oh, it's course. the familiar one? I yes. honestly, white cheddar, I think there's a good chance it's going to take the whole shebang. Again, you're going right along with your pal, your best bud, Tony here. Tony has white cheddar as as the finisher in a 61-57 to 57 final score against, uh, well, he had Nutmeg Triscuit, oh. so that was not going well for him. Um... So, into the white cheddar we go. Into the familiar void. I used to sneak white cheddar into the movie theaters. Like, it's just so much better than movie popcorn. And probably just as bad for you. But it's smart. Um, but I... The thing is, this is incredibly stale popcorn, because clearly the bag has been left open for more than a month. But... Still, it's good, because the white cheddar flavor is just so good. Even stale, it's still perfectly eatable. Um, now on to... Now, I don't know that smart food makes anything else, so I don't know. I mean... Other than popcorn? Other than popcorn. And this is the only time I've ever seen another smart food product. This is the smart food caramel and cheddar mix, which... You I know, think I've seen them do a, a movie theater butter one before. I've never um, bought it, but I've... Like, that sounds dangerous, yeah. I, yeah. Now this, it has, you know, separate kernels covered in caramel and separate kernels covered in some orangey cheddar. Much like the, you know, uh, Neapolitan, uh, cereal, yeah. Oh, the tins, yeah, yeah, yeah. Color popcorn? Absolutely. Uh, another staple Which is not of Neapolitan, the Indiana Co. Uh, popcorn brand. Oh, they, they sell, sell... Yeah, they uh, sell those big tins, yeah. If you go to their in-store, their IRL store. Uh, your thoughts on the caramel and cheddar? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the orange cheddar is like super fakey tasting not to say that like yeah. the white cheddar isn't fake but it's but you know this is like a this really tastes like the the popcorn out of one of those three color tins and so it's like totally fine and enjoyable but it, it just doesn't hold a candle to the 
enduring power that is white cheddar. I'd like to read from you Wife of I the say? Pod. White power. <laughs> white, white cheddar, white cheddar power. power. I'd like to read from Wife of the Pod, Pauline's notes here. She writes of the caramel and cheddar. I love these. I like sweet and salty, and I was always a fan of the popcorn tub and making mixes, so it's triggering my nostalgia. And she put it as her number one to win in the entire competition, I don't mind saying. She what said of dummy. She said of smart food white cheddar, already a staple of the snack world, and then she pondered, maybe she loves popcorn? Um, so I again I'm being wowed by popcorn here. You know, again, the drizzle corn was a little heavy, but it was still absolutely edible. Well, I'd um, rather eat that drizzle corn than like Chocolate then like, sold Doritos. Yeah, or like, or potato chips. I mean, just not being a big potato chip person. I just don't, I, I think it's more also like if I want a snacky food, having it drizzled in uh, chocolate is just not, it's not going to be a thing I gravitate towards. Of course. I don't have much right. of sweet. No, too, too, too sweet. Um, so moving, moving forward then. Um, like, sure. Moving always. forward like a shark, always in our bracket, we do have pop. Uh, we do have peanut butter and chocolate from the drizzle corn side. Who's moving ahead in the uh, smart food category here? I say white cheddar, but I also. Uh, what do I have? Let me check back to my notes. Um, I also have it as white cheddar. All right. It's got to be white cheddar. So sorry to Pauline. White cheddar is moving on. You will not replace <coughs> us. Uh, you now, will not replace our white cheddar popcorn. You will not replace it. Now is when now is when the uh, the popcorn side gets a little hairy um, and it slides deeply into the pretzel section of this quadrant. We have a pop time uh, spicy jalapeno kettle corn, uh, going against uh, the Snack Factory's pretzel chips. This is the sriracha and lime style. Sriracha, 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 like Sri Lanka. Uh, so we now try from the pop time jalapeno, spicy jalapeno kettle corn. Huh. It definitely has a little bit of a kick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting with the sweetness. I I don't know if it's a thing that I would eat a ton of, but it's like, it's an interesting handful. I like it. I, I think it does have that kettle corn sweetness that you, you kind of expect, and it's got a crunch to it. Um, again, even being stale. Uh and I think the spice is just the right level without going over it. I think this is really just a well, well-balanced snack. All right. And I'll be interested to see how it goes up against something as offensively uh, titled as Sriracha and Lime. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's not a heavily... Flavored uh, pretzel, but it's... I don't mind it. I like it. I mean... I actually... Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I think, think we're going to have a difference of opinion in this round. I think pretzel chips on the whole are a good invention. 
Um, maybe not as good as pita chips, but they're they're smart, and it's got good flavor. I do not think in in my world that it can stand up to these spicy jalapeno pops, though. I kind of prefer it to them. I could see myself snacking on these much more than snacking on that popcorn. So going by the absentee ballot of uh, Tony from the Bronx, then. <sighs> We have, oh dear God, we have coming out of the spicy jalapeno and pretzel chips, we have the sriracha lime pretzel chips. Wow. Even an obnoxious clock is right sometimes. That is an absolute bracket buster for me. I am devastated by this result. I I don't know how Have you been getting anything right before? I had been getting everything right before. Really? Well, I had, I have Fig and Honey and Pocky going uh, into the final four, um, which are currently there. No. No, wait. Is Pocky not in the final four? Is it Baked Potato Pringles? Pocky or Taki? Pocky. The Ghost Pepper. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. We'll find I out. I can't later. remember. We're going to have to go back and find out. My bracket was was solid before. Now I am absolutely busted. Um, last in the category, sliding headlong into pretzels. Very exciting. Snyder's, you know, pretzel masters are making an appearance. And we have their limited fo- new fall edition, the pumpkin spice, uh, limited edition flavor spotlight. Oh. Um, because, you know, now, going into this white round, people love pretzels and white people love pumpkin spice. So we should, we should just say, I would say that Snyder's, as far as snack companies go, might be the best at getting a shit ton of flavor on their stuff. I think you're going to be really impressed with what they do here then, because these well, are not only are these very flavorful, they are pretzel bits. I'm not saying that like necessarily I like their flavors right. more than anybody else, but like I've had their, you know, honey mustard pretzel bits, and, like, it is, they just, they are drenched in... Julian, these things are absolutely saturated, like, molecule by molecule with flavor. Like It's not my favorite flavor, but they definitely get the flavor. Well, no, the pumpkin spice is disgusting, but pumpkin spice uh, is going up against, sorry if I didn't mention it earlier... Hot buffalo wing, oh. um, which this could be tough. Yeah, which is a, a dicey flavor to go with because though I actually I feel like for their brand it it kind of makes sense like it's again pretzel pieces seems like a very white people snack. Oh, buffalo I don't know about wings. That. You don't think so? I mean, plenty of white people eat them, but I think. <laughs> I think Snyder's, you know, uh, definitely is eaten by people of all races and creeds. I'm sure they're eaten by all races and creeds, but they are Snyder's of Hanover. Hanover being New Hampshire? What is Hanover? Connecticut? Um, New Hampshire's New England. To me. Yeah, New England. I just feel like they're 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 kind of the cracker barrel of the uh, snack world. Like, yeah. you can just sort of see, or Pepperidge Farm, you can I mean, just sort of see a their, history Their branding of, uh, visually seems very white, but I feel like 
you know, when I went to high school, uh, that it, it was cross-racially consumed. It's been America's pretzel bakery since 1909. I, now, I have I would to say, assume there was a clan member in their board at some point. Uh, I would, I, I'm, I would say that they're unflavored pretzels, I'm sure, uh, are predominantly consumed by milk toast white dudes. <laughs> but Well, because these, these hot buffalo wing ones would be too spicy for them. Well, no, but it's just Too like, much flavor. I but these, these. I agree with you. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely think that's why they have created such a market of pieces and flavors and different because things in order to diversity. diversify. Yeah. Yes, if you diversify your product, you diversify your clientele. Absolutely. Anyway, I think it's obvious. It's obvious. Buffalo wing. Hot buffalo wing. It's good. Hot buffalo wing is actually really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed with it. Uh, so that means. I don't know what the point of the pumpkin spices, spices. Like I again, I think the point of pumpkin spice is just, just like it's, it's, it's a seasonal thing you can put out. Yeah, it's the same thing with the nutmeg and uh, nutmeg and spice uh, triscuit. Like it's just it's just a fall thing. Everybody has to have it as you know, or everybody has to make their version of it as soon as the lattes start coming out at Starbucks. So, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, you know, from fucking pumpkin beer to pumpkin tequila, it's everywhere. It's, you just give somebody a reason to buy an extra bag. Yeah, totally. Uh, so that means in round two, we have hot buffalo Snyder's pretzel pieces going against uh, peanut butter drizzle corn. And we have white cheddar popcorn going against sriracha lime pretzels. Okay, which group should we do first? Uh, so we are going to do, uh, white cheddar popcorn against sriracha lime pretzels because this is an easy one that I don't think needs to go any further. We don't even need to go to the Olympic scorecarding here. Julian, tell us who's the winner in this, uh, second round. We're all the winner because we all get to eat white cheddar popcorn. <laughs> white cheddar popcorn. It's unbelievable. It's, it's clearly, uh, I mean... It's such a staple. It's universally adored by anybody that has ever had it. Um, I had on my personal bracket it going up against the spicy jalapeno, which I thought could actually make a run for it. So I actually had them out at one point, but I think it's clear to me that white cheddar popcorn is going to make it to the final four no matter what we do at Smart this point. Smart food white cheddar popcorn <laughs> is the King James of uh, snack food. It's like... Is that like King James, like LeBron James, or LeBron King James, James Bible? Like, no, no, like okay. LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> it's the Gutenberg Bible of Bibles. <laughs> so who's, uh, who's, the, who's the Steph Curry of the... Uh... Well, it's just the... So, like, the thing about uh, white cheddar popcorn is that, like, it's, it's got really speed, good... Physicality. At every... Goes to the rim. Right? Like, it can it, pass. It there can are, shoot threes. There are all these other... It, like, it's good in any situation. There are all these other snacks where you're like, oh, I could see this scenario where that would be perfect, right? I could see this scenario where... Like, in the same way that different star NBA players at the moment have, like, one skill that they're amazing at, and LeBron James isn't is at least as good as all of them at their top skill. Well, this has been... I'm With glad the you, exception, maybe, I'm glad you of, got there. Uh, D. 
deep shooting from Steph Curry. He's a little better than. LeBron. I'm glad. I'm glad you got there because this has long time been a a point of contention among NBA fans with regards to the All Star game, right? Because you have all these really delineated skills, right? You have the three point shooting contest. You have the dunk contest, and the people that you get at those things. They're never the well-rounded types. They're never LeBron James. Uh, you know, not since, like, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were doing it. It's always these guys who are just, like you said, they're, like, technically proficient at this one thing, right? And they can dunk or they can shoot threes. Well, I'd say it's but they're just like, they're like very oh, no, good. no, they're, they're unbelievable. But people always want, like, we'd rather see Michael Jordan or LeBron James in the dunk contest, but you never do get those people. And and that's what white cheddar popcorn is. That's that person well, just right like here. White cheddar popcorn is great if you're it. snacking by yourself. White cheddar popcorn is good to sneak into a movie theater. Great at a party. Uh, the one I would say the one thing that white cheddar popcorn is not good at is that the, the dusting on it definitely sticks to your fingers in a way... That, like, at a party, you can't be, like, licking and, like, scraping it off with your teeth. Right. Um, but other than that, I see no weakness in its game. <laughs> There's not a flaw in its game. Okay, so White Cheddar Popcorn is moving on to round three. Uh, also in round two, going up against each other, we have uh, the Hot Buffalo Pretzels and Peanut Butter Drizzle Corn. Now, Julian... I don't know about you, but... I'm Buffalo. I'm Buffalo, too. Uh, as fans of, of salty and savory, as fans of well-dusting and, and flavoring... And this is, like, I would say a very well-proportioned flavoring of a snack. Listen. Like, it, it's, it's not... It's neither too heavy nor too light. It, like, air, edges a little bit on the heavy side, but in a really nice way. Um, it's a... It's a very satisfying thing to possibly overeat. Listen, if if white cheddar popcorn is the King James of the snack world, then I'd say uh, Snyder's Pieces Buffalo Wing is the like Muggsy Bogues Isaiah Thomas of the snack world, right? They're they're Can short. You explain that analogy. To they're me? they're they're short. You're not really sure what they're going to be able to do out there, and then they just come fucking light it up like it's nobody's business. And surprise everybody. Mm. I'm I'm really floored by them. I I think they are a well-rounded game, and um, it's not going to look good for uh, white cheddar popcorn in round three. All right, so I suppose we should move on to round three. So round three, as you know, we go simply back to wife of the pod Pauline's analysis uh, to determine the winner of round three. Uh, and I'm looking at her notes here, and yes, indeed, she has smart food white cheddar going ahead. I'd like to read her notes on the uh, buffalo wing pretzels, if I can. She says, are flavored pretzels even a thing? So there you have it. Smart food white cheddar goes on. I don't understand that question, because clearly she was eating them. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, clearly, yeah. Her thing. Her notes. Her notes on pumpkin spice pretzels. Just like why, you can't put pumpkin spice on everything. She had those as her absolute worst favorite in this round. So I, I mean, 
I think they would be everybody. All right, so, I mean, it, excitingly, uh, White Twitter Popcorns go into the Final Four. Should we remind people who's going to be in the Final Four when we in, return? In the Final Four when we return, we have Fig and Honey Triscuits. We have uh, uh, Cinnamon Donut Chips Ahoy Cookies. We have uh, White Cheddar Popcorn. And I believe we have... Uh, wait for it. Wait Pocket. for it. We have Loaded Baked Potato. Oh. Loaded Baked Potato Pringles. Weird. From the Chip Quadrant. Yep. It has been a roller coaster, Julian. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we'll see you guys in a, in a bit. And uh, I'm excited to see uh, how those final matches turn out. Very excited. Thank you for joining us. And we will be back with the final four. And we're snack. That's right. It's the final four of the snack bracket. Starch madness. <laughs> um, other pun. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, Julian. We'll ADR that other pun in later. What? Uh, what? Remind the audience of the final four. Okay, so and how they got here. Okay, the final four and how they got here. So, so we've we, got fig and honey. Fig and honey coming out of the crack quadrant, and aka Triscuit. cracker. Uh, yes, that's Triscuit. Um, and so defeated a tough field. Folks will recall that there were three Triscuits in the field, uh, including Fig and Honey, the um, Ginger Lemongrass, and the Nutmeg and Cinnamon Triscuit. But they also beat out two tough Cheez-Its, um, Flavor Blasted Goldfish, and the worst thing that I think any of us ever tried, Kale and Sea Salt Wheat Thins. Well, I don't think those were wheat thins. I think they were like they a, were a they were nature's uh, yeah. back or whatever. Um, I've always felt like triscuits should be triangles. There is a triangular triscuit. I know, but like the I don't know where the word triscuit comes from. Otherwise, oh, because it's tri at the very beginning of it. Well, it's it. like biscuit. Yeah. yeah, it's a portmanteau of biscuit and something, but I don't know what. Wow, I think I think you're absolutely right. I mean. Maybe it's about the three dimensionality of a triscuit, like that. A, because like a wheat thin is two dimensional, right? I mean, it's not just literally. A flat thing. But like, no, no, I, I'm, yeah. but I'm 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 playing along with you here. That like the the triscuits thing is that it has volume and therefore they're leaning. It has volume it. and texture, or maybe maybe it's that it's a biscuit, but it, that it's a uh, that it's a, it's a trying harder. It's a it's a three tool sp- uh, player, or like it's a it's a triple threat. Right, because you can... Uh, that feels like a stretch. You can, so does the 3D thing. You can eat it on its own. You can eat it with cheese, or you or it's dippable. Triple threat. Sure. Um, coming out of the chip quadrant, we have baked, loaded baked potato Pringles. Um, now, this, this was one of our more fascinating quadrants, in that we had Doritos Blaze. We had... Are our vaunted quadrants. We had Pocky Ghost Pepper. Oh, yeah. We had Zombie Takis, Julian's first ever try of a Taki. Also, we the, had... the Pocky. That is not like a chip I want to snack on, but that is an amazing chip. Well, this is, that is also... the hottest chip I've ever eaten. This is also when we established the Pocky Challenge. 
Um, which might be as dangerous, if not more so, than the was condom snorting challenge. Pockies in a minute? It was actually eat six pockies in a minute because I think ten we just knew you'd set your face on fire immediately. I have no memory of this. Uh, yes, six six pockies in a minute without any water or any kind of aid, um, and and still claim to have taste buds, and you're a winner of the pocky challenge. Um, we also had Guinness chips in that round. Oh yeah, those uh, were fine. They were interesting. That was. I mean, I think a fun if you're someone who abroad. likes potato chips, you might like them. Yeah, yeah. Not particular potato chip fans on the pod, but we tried. Um, and of course the Pringles Kickin' Chicken Taco, which was neither kicking nor chicken nor a taco. Failed on every single regard. Um, coming out well, of the... But I suppose that gives us our first match. Should we just <coughs> jump into the match and... So, so, going into the semifinals, absolutely, you're right. We have the Fig and Honey Triscuit against the, uh, Pringles Fully Loaded Baked Potato. Now... I, I feel like this is a pretty obvious one, um, but I know that I'm biased because I think Pringles are kind of nasty to begin with. So, Pringles, as we all know, once you pop, you cannot stop till you drop uh, or make it to the top. Um, I, I, I was surprised I at... I could eat way more Triscuits than I could those Pringles. I was surprised at... Um, and how non-offensive this hap- this Pringle happened to be, right? Like I, I, like you, I generally have sort of a disdainful opinion of Pringles in general, but it was not as offensive as I expected. So, I, I really want to give it kudos in that regard. It was, it was almost an edible chip. This bracket is a meritocracy. <laughs> Can't be grading on a curve. I'm not grading it. I'm just saying. This this matchup, while not close at all, it's not a complete shutout because the 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 Pringle was not without some merit. However, well, it's, like, it's almost a shutout, but like at the end of it, you're like, well, the Pringles had pretty good passing. the The final score was was seventy four to twenty six. Um, you know, Pringles made a a sixteen point run in the second half, but. It was wow. obvious. It was a total runaway. Points. Fig and honey, all the way. Fig and honey going into That's the eight back to back plays into the finals. It's eight back to backs. Uh, you're not even counting their three point shooting, Julian. And uh, they have so a great percentage. Yeah. Um, to the other side of the bracket, we have the uh, sweet city, the uh, confection category. And the Corn Quadrant, uh, the Corn Quadrant has heavy, heavy favorite smart food white cheddar popcorn, which Julian is still eating as we record this podcast. It's very good. It's very good. He's, he's surrounded by popcorns and he is just emptying this bag, just hosing it down. Um, going up against um, the Cinnamon Donut Chips Ahoy Cookie. Uh, looking back at cinnamon at, at the at the sweets category, we had it was uh, it was without a doubt the worst category we did. Oh yeah, it was gross. It was just gross. I, I mean, think it, it, the lesson to take from it is 
that even though I don't have a sweet tooth, so it's not my place to say, but I think sweets are an area where you want to avoid mass production. That's like an area where it's actually worth spending up on because like the stuff that comes in a sleeve is generally pretty awful. A hundred percent. The other thing I would say on that too is that I, I was slightly worried that everything, again, because it was produced in mass, would be cloyingly sweet. And in fact... And it what, was. Well, it was. But the other thing that we found, I think, was that any variation to the regular recipe of these things becomes not just cloyingly sweet, but disgustingly flavored because mm. the flavor profiles of them are so off and unbalanced and unwieldy. Like the cinnamon spice Oreo, which just yeah. tasted like shit, or the apple pie Oreo. I, these were... Uh, you couldn't give them away. You know, you couldn't pay people to eat these things. Another well, one of our I challenges think, I think be, the audience they're aimed at, the, or rather the consumers they're aimed <coughs> at, would very happily eat them, which are just children who are not discerning. I guess. I suppose you're right. Um, but, I, I, you know, God help any parents out there who actually buy these things for their children. And I do mean specifically the apple spice, uh, the cinnamon spice Oreo and the apple pie Oreo. Um we also had in that category our cereals, the um, oh, those are not good cereals. The Cocoa Puffs ice cream limited edition, and the apple cinnamon toast crunch, and the pop tarts, where mocha chocolate mocha pop tart really made a run for it. Mm. It was a really solid player. I I can't even really remember. It had good game, but Julian can't even remember it, so that's telling you how much sweets affected him. He's actually repressed the memory of that entire quadrant. Um, so, again, going going at it, right into the semifinals, Julian, we have uh, the Cinnamon Donut Chips Ahoy and White Cheddar, Smart baby. Food. I knew he would say it. And look, we're in total agreement. Again, this is just the two of us, skeleton crew, but... How we, do you know we're in total agreement? We haven't said what... Well, I'm saying it's smart. It's smart food, white cheddar. Well, no surprise, you're right. <laughs> no surprise, I'm right. It's smart food, white cheddar going into the semis. That that is the. We are done with the final four. We are into the finals, where it is fig and honey triscuits going against smart food, white cheddar popcorn. I mean, I think we, on some level, we all knew this was where we would end up. Um, we always knew it would be a popcorn in the finals over the sweets. We always knew it would be a Triscuit over the chips. I mean, this just feels right. This feels, you know, if Tony were here, he'd be saying this is chalk, 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 baby. You know, this is President Obama's bracket, frankly. What's chalk? Oh, so chalk for uh, Julian and those at home that don't know means you're picking the absolute... You know, you're picking the top ranked teams mm. over the bottom ranked teams. It's like, it's like picking when all you the number the, ones over the sixteens. It's like when you use, uh, you go to some website and just reuse your their bracket as your own, because they're yes, like, absolutely, it's, it's the experts' bracket. Absolutely, yes, it would definitely be Everyone like saw that. this coming. Everyone saw this coming. Um, so, uh, however, I will say that this is. Uh, an unenviable final showdown. This is 
to me, this is heavy competition here. Well, yeah, but that's that's what you want for a good game. Well, I do want a good game. I do want a good game. I, I am looking for a, an, an Eagles, uh, New England Patriots kind of yeah. moment here. Two equally horrible teams. <laughs> <laughs> Loathsome is the word you're looking for, Julian. Loathsome. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're like teams that have more rapists on them, so they might not be the most loathsome teams, but, you know, there was no one to root for there. It was just rooting against. There there are teams with more rapists or more convicted criminals, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, now, Jillian, we've, we've never gone over this before, though, but who do you take in the Puppy Bowl? Do you go with uh, rough or do you go with tough? Well, you know, I think at an underlying level, um, all puppies like to play rough. So instead of doubling down on the rough, you want a tough team. That's shocking. I... Because puppies, a lot of puppies, they play rough for a little bit, and then they get very tired and they go to sleep. It's the tough puppies that stick it out. It's shocking. I go with I go with rough, uh, you know, because like Ooh. like any basic bitch out there, I just love me some puns and rough goes both ways. Okay. With let me ask you this though. If uh, you're at the puppy combine, what breed of puppy are you pulling for your team? Oh my god, I'm pulling for the uh, the Sharpay all the way. Sharpay slay all day. That's a very cute puppy. Best puppy on the market. Mm. I I mean, I'll also take... You know, a terrier is rock steady, right? You can't go wrong on a nice terrier pup. Got good play. Definitely has the endurance to go all four quarters. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are. They play a running game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy. Um, I, I think you're right. Picking a more oddly shaped dog as a puppy... Is generally gonna like you're gonna, gonna reap benefits later on down yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're like, gonna win for like, years to come. Dachshund puppies, like even though a dachshund is a silly dog, there's something adorable about a little puppy being that silly shape. Yeah. Or you see. know, you know who I've never seen as a puppy, but I imagine it's got to be in the top five puppies of all time. Corgi. Just a classic corgi pup. They look almost exactly the same. I bet it is exactly the same. But just it's like, like as if someone took version. a picture further away. It's so fucking good. I mean, the corgi has a, a, the best waddle in the animal kingdom outside of penguins. Just great, great genes. Yeah, I... That's all that classic, you know... Oh, you know what? United Kingdom inbreeding. English Bulldogs. English Bulldogs. Now, yeah. that is a very cute puppy. That's a long-time winner. Yeah. yeah. That is steadfast in there. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, back to our final two, which once again is Fig and Honey Triscuit against uh, Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn. Julian, talk to us about the White Cheddar game for a moment. Well... You know, uh, what is there to say? I think it's clearly <coughs> the winner. Um, it just consistently plays so strong. I challenge you, 
to find anybody who dislikes white cheddar popcorn. And I guarantee you, at least 75% of people love it. It is such a well-balanced snack, and at the same time, it's so nice and light and airy, while still managing to have a good crunch to it. Um, it requires no accoutrement. It, it's fine to eat on its own. It's, it's a fully packaged snack. Uh, I don't think anything holds a candle to it. Okay, so you've heard a pretty strong case for white cheddar. Now, I look, I don't want to go all negative campaign here, but, you know, I've never had the shell of a Triscuit stick in my teeth the way that you can have a corn kernel from white cheddar popcorn stick in your teeth. Oh. You know, I've never... I've never, had, like I've never had the dust from a fig and honey Triscuit come off on my fingertips the way white cheddar popcorn does. Well, this is what I'll say. Is one, quit licking your fingers and sticking them in the bag. <laughs> That's how you're getting all the dust on them. And two... How does uh, he know? Uh, you know, get some braces, dude, and get those teeth tighter. <laughs> you gotta tighten those gaps, my dude. Yeah. Well, um, you forget to put your retainer in? <laughs> All that orthodontia that your uh, parents spent a billion dollars on? Listen, I, I never wear my fucking retainer. That money was flushed. Um, but listen, what I will say about Fig and Honey Triscuit is that Fig and Honey Triscuit is an all-day player, okay? So, yes, it's a Triscuit. It has great Triscuit, flaky texture, okay? It is a, a perfect bite. Um, you know, it's just the right size in your hand, just the right weight. Fig and honey, a great flavor profile of sweet and salty, um, just like you like it. And because of that, it's perfectly edible by itself. But unlike white cheddar popcorn, you can enjoy it with a pal. You could enjoy it with a dip. You could enjoy it with cheese. And again, because of its well-balanced sweetness and savoriness, it really does go with anything. It's not limited to uh, one cheese or one dip. It's, it's really just an everyday, every occasion kind of Triscuit, and I hope they never get rid of it. You know, Gabe, if you had come out here and said, this is a very strong Triscuit, uh, it plays a very good game, and it's a fun flavor to add to it. I would have copped to all of that. But you coming out here and saying that it's a usable snack at any time and every time, that is ridiculous. Stop using hyperbole to try and win this match. The fact that you picked the snack that can't stand up to a Hall of Famer like White Cheddar uh, does not give you the right to uh, embellish the quality of the snack to our audience that can't actually taste it. It is a totally enjoyable cracker, but it's just that, a cracker. Uh, listen, Julian, listen, Julian. Uh, do as... they sell small bags of Triscuits, you know, at your corner store? Does, does the, the world seem to need access to Triscuits at all times? No. Triscuit is like, Triscuit has certain functions, and it's great at those. You know, it, 
It does well with charcuterie. Does well with cheese. Julian, 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 Julian. I am shaking my damn head over here. As the Eagles proved this year, and as the Giants have proved more than once, on more than one occasion, just because a team has a storied history of winning, just because a team looks like a dynasty, just because there may be Hall of Famers there, does not mean that they get written in guaranteed entry as winners. Sorry, you don't play the game on paper. You play the game IRL. And Triscuit came out to play the game. This is not about how the presentation is. This is not about a Goliath versus a David, although if you like the analogy, then I'll give you David and points to spare. Um... Well, I don't know. I don't think we should be talking about like Triscuits as if they're some, you know, scrappy <laughs> underdog. They're a Nabisco. But brand. you're saying, but you're but, but, saying, but, but, you're saying I that think, smart food should just be written in. Up. We can clear this up as very every year. It's it's okay. not enough that they no, already no, no, no. won for the last three years. Okay, hold on. So if uh, I think, let me phrase this question to you, please, and how you answer it. If you're being honest with yourself, I think we'll make it clear that I'm right and you're wrong. So. Gun to your mother's head. Crazy person says, next person who comes down the street, I'm going to ask them whether they prefer the Triscuit or the White Cheddar Popcorn. Uh, Which do you think it'll be? If you're right, I won't murder your mom. If you're wrong, I'm going to murder her. Which of those things? I'm 100% positive, Julian, that that's exactly what Joe Chill asked Bruce Wayne before he gunned down Martha Wayne in I, the street. I don't that know. is 100% what he said. And you know what Bruce said? Bruce said, fig and honey Triscuit. And that's why his mom got And that's out. why Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne got shot on fucking Skid Row Avenue or whatever the so fuck wait, it was. So wait, you're telling me you're going to kill your mom because you're too proud to admit that I was right about the white cheddar popcorn. I'm telling you that I'm Batman. All right, I I can't <laughs> I can't talk to you and like actually this is like a serious thing and you're just making a this joke. This is of a it. serious thing. Gabe, we're trying to decide what the best snack is. I don't know, Julian, it's just the two of us. We have we are tigless. We are wifeless. We are Tonyless. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that we're gonna be able to solve this. We're just two men. Well, I guess uh, we could throw it to the audience. We we could ask them to email you their preferences. I'd say it's the only way. You know, you know, I'm gonna win. I'd say it's the only only fair option here. Um, so yeah, so, uh, if you've got time on your hands, uh, go out and try Gabe's, uh, obscure Triscuits and let us know, um, are they better than your already favorite white cheddar popcorn? That's right. You get to decide. This is a, a fan pick, uh, smart food, white cheddar popcorn versus fig and honey Triscuit. Go out. Eat both. Uh, don't just fall back on nostalgia like Julian is and just assume and write in white cheddar popcorn. Just 
really go out and give it a try and really give it its full due alongside uh, my personal favorite, Fig and Honey Trisket, and write into us at dullcrans at gmail.com. Um, you can also write in uh, questions or other topics that you have for us here at the Dull Crans. Fig and Honey Trisket is a snack for grandparents. Well, as we established, you know, the Cracker Quadrant has its its limitations. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you calling it the Worthers of... Uh... No, I'm just saying it has its limitations. And uh, I don't know. I don't see popcorn having that. It's, it's a limited demo. Um, but once again, please write to us. Help us decide between... Smart Food White Cheddar and Fig and Honey Trisket. Uh, as always, we have been the Doll Crans, uh, brought to you by uh, Nabisco, Sunshine, Pop Time, Kettle Chips, and uh, all those other fucking companies that we've besmirched and damaged over the last three or four episodes. Julian's checking right now who else uh, Smart Food is owned by because it's just Smart. We food. literally have no idea. We've it's never. It's Ink from Plano. Plano, Texas? Smart Food Inc. from Plano, Texas, who makes nothing but Smart Food White Cheddar uh, and Mass. And oh, if you guys have questions or comments about uh, the Smart Cheddar, uh, Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn, um, you can call uh, weekdays 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Central Time, 1-888-924-5654. Give them a call and let them know they make a great product. Give them a call. Give them some kudos. Give them a shout out, uh, as we've done here. So, Gabe, where should they send their uh, their picks? Once again, you can send your picks to Dull Crayons or Dull Crayons at gmail.com. That's D U L L C R A Y O N S at G M A I L dot C O M. Is that what is I? I've been sending it to Dole Crayons. Like, I thought it was like a, like cranberries. Like cranberries, like craisins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Don't sell it to D-U-L-L-C-R-A-N-S. Uh, that is a side project that we have going that's a podcast only about craisins. And uh, once again, thank you for listening. This has been the Snack Bracket. Join us again next year. Uh, we will be making the announcement, of course, of the winner of this Snack Bracket on a future episode. Um, But join us again, and uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye!